from the Simply Sense Candle Company Studios at simplysensebyshan.com. Here's what's coming up right now on the We Game Podcast. It's more than clear and sunny skies when audio talks with meteorologist and health and fitness expert Lindsay Day. This world is comprised of events and things that happen and us assigning meaning. And the problem becomes that sometimes we collapse. So this is the event. This is the meaning. Sometimes we collapse the two and take them to be synonymous when they're not. It's time to grow, align, manifest, and evolve. Are you ready to game? This is the We Game Podcast. The We Game Podcast is brought to you in part by... For the latest fashion trends, check out Kelly's Closet. You'll have all the style you want in just one click. Kelly'sClosetNow.com That's K-E-L-E-S-K-L-O-S-E-T-Now.com Check them out. Are you looking for a high-quality professional auto detailer that comes to you? Then look no further than Waxat Detailing. Check them out on Facebook at Waxat Detailing or call them at 832-491-5337. That's 832-491-5337. Waxat Detailing. Hey, fellow podcasters out there. It's producer John with the We Game Podcast, also known as... This is the impeccable voice, John Brewer. You want to amp up your podcast and make it stand out? Well, I can help. Shoot me a line at johnbrewer at impeccablevoice.com. That's johnbrewer at impeccablevoice.com. Happy podcasting. Grow. Align. Manifest and evolve. Game. Game. Welcome to We Game. We grow, we align, we manifest, and we evolve. We sure do. Yes. And so, uh, Lindsay Day, John and I were talking about how coincidental it was that your name was Lindsay Day and you were a meteor- meteorologist. Like People asked me if I made it up. And I said, nope, it's what I was born with. I didn't like it until I realized I wanted to become a meteorologist. And I was like, actually, this kind of works. It does work. <laughs> I can see the Lindsay Day show. It sounds real... Well, hey, if we're manifesting on this channel, then let's go. (laughs) Well, that's that's all we can do is go. So where are you from? I never know how to answer this question because I live so many different places, but I grew up in New York. Okay. And then I moved to Florida um, in my early teen years. And then I moved from Orlando to Tallahassee for school. So North Florida. And then I moved to Missouri for my first job uh, out of my first job out of college. And then the job brought me to Houston, but I consider Houston to be home now. I love this city. And I I bounce back and forth between here and Orlando very often. Like, actually, I think I leave tomorrow for Orlando. Oh, no, I leave Wednesday for Orlando. I can't keep track of my life. (laughs) So I I kind of, you know, yeah, yeah, I kind of go back and forth. Are you from Houston? I am a native Houstonian by way of Louisiana. Okay. uh, I live all over Houston, but I am from Houston, and That's I good. love Houston. Yes, Houston is a a very magical place. It is. I yes. get jealous of people that tell me that they've lived in one place for a long time, because I'm like, I want that. So now I'm trying to create that. I'm trying to stay put. <laughs> oh yeah, listen. There's a reason you're on the move. Right, right. Yeah, you out there uh, sharing and inspiring and. Keeping people, telling people what to wear the next day. Mm-hmm. How to That's be prepared right. for the next day. So, you know, it's it's a reason that you're on the move. You'll, you'll settle down when it's time. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm in the process maybe because let's see, I've been here for six, seven years now. So I'm pushing the settling down mark at this point. Okay, yeah, you are. Yeah. Uh, they say 10 years in a spot and you become a native. Oh, wow. Well, give me three years and I'm a native Houstonian. Then when people ask me where I'm from, I'm going to say Houston. Yeah, you have to say Houston by way of New York. There you go. Yes. There you go. Uh-huh. New York so, uh, so what inspired you to be a meteorologist? So I'm plugging my phone in here so we don't die midway. Boom. There we go. So like I mentioned, I, I grew up in upstate New York and I actually lived in one of the snowiest cities in the country. Okay. So let me clarify because sometimes people that are from New York city, they'll get upset. If I don't clarify wait, I'm from upstate New York, which is a totally different game than New York city. A compliment to be from upstate New York and not New York city. New York city don't run the whole state. It's just, it's just a city. It's just a little little speck of New York, right? But it, yeah, it has most of the population more. of New York. I'm actually going to be in New York City in like less than a month. So I, I still go back. My brother lives up there. But anyway, so long story short, I uh, I grew up in one of the snowiest cities in the country. And my parents decided on a whim one day. They're like, we're sick of the snow. We're going to move to Florida. So we moved to Florida during the most active hurricane season. And that was 2004. And as soon as we moved, like we, tr- we moved to get away from bad weather. And then we moved right into like hurricane after hurricane after hurricane getting, you know, getting hit by hurricanes. Wow. And so, I mean, we were okay. It's not like we didn't lose our house or anything like that, but it was just, you know, one of those things where, Oh, you think Florida is the sunshine state and there's all this nice weather and yada, yada. But that was, um, not entirely the case at the time that we moved. So I just became really fascinated in the weather and I've always had a love for science. I'm a science nerd at heart. I love science. And so now my career is transitioning into fitness and nutrition, but um, I'm in school right now. I'm finishing my master's degree in like functional medicine, nutrition, and I will geek out on like the science behind nutrition and how the body works and um, how complicated the body is. So you know, meteorology initially was because I loved science. I was fascinated by the weather and I just knew I was going to do something with science and weather or science, really science in general, but, but I loved the weather. And so my mom was a performer and I remember one day she called me, I don't always share this part with, with people, but one day she called me, I was in high school and she goes, I know what you're going to be one day. And I was like, okay. I was like, shoot, what am I going to be? She's like, you're going to be a meteorologist. And she was right. I, I mean, I'm sure she she influenced me and she probably was the one that planted that seed. But uh-huh. at the end of the day, it was a career that was very well suited to me because my mom would always go shopping with me. She's like, you're not going to be someone that just like sits at a desk all day and works. You're going to be someone that does a little bit more with the science than just sitting and researching. And so uh, she was right. And, and it was a great, a great career. And that's how Don and I crossed paths. And, um, you know, now I don't, work for a TV station, but I still, because I have my meteorology background and my love for weather, my, my graduate schooling was actually focusing on tropical meteorology. So that's where my specialty is, is was in, you know, learning how to better forecast the, the tracks of tropical storms and better predict them. Um, so because, I mean, I, I studied that for six years. It's like, I, I love it. I'm not just going to throw it away, but I also love health and fitness and nutrition. And um, running my personal training and nutrition coaching businesses. You can have it all. So, what's that? You can have it all. 
You know, right? It's, it's, well, see, I, I don't want to be what is that saying? Um, a jack of all trades and master of none. I don't I don't want to spread not? myself too thin because I I can I can get into I I like to be a jack of all trades and a master of all trades, but that can sometimes wear you out. So <laughs> I think that I think that those sayings just uh whoever said that was just jealous of the jack of all trades for being very good and not being mm -hmm. concerned about mastering anything, but just being proficient in it. You don't have right. to be the best cook to cook a good dinner. Right. And you don't That's have right. to be the best dressed to be dressed nicely. Or mm, fashionable. So mm -hmm. it's okay to be a jack of all trade and master of none. Master sometimes could be an overstatement anyway with the mm -hmm. way that the world evolves. Master can be a, a, a trans actual thing. You know, it's mm -hmm. you actually mastered it 10 years ago and now the mastery level has evolved to a new level so you're no longer a master you're just a jack right i like that wow you've got a very uh unique perspective like very positive spin on everything that's really good yeah i have to be careful with that because i don't want to be um i read the term i learned the term recently toxic positivity and i um, saw an instagram post on that so now i'm an expert if i saw an instagram post on it i'm an expert on the topic now uh, however, the, I think toxic positivity, since we, you know what, before we go into that, let me put a pin on toxic positivity. Okay. Are you by chance an, an Aquarius? I'm not. Okay. What are you? I'm a Libra. Why did you guess Aquarius? I just felt air and you were like all over the place. And I was just like, okay, she might be an Aquarius. Libra but you know the cool. funny thing? The funny thing is um, the Libra sign is the balance scales and yes. i've always thought it was really ironic that i really struggle with balance i'm a very extreme person and i think the epitome of my extremism was in my bodybuilding days but um i like to like go like full force into something and so i've been trying to learn the balance of work and and play and you know life um and not make life all about work and it's been a struggle for me. And so I, I actually, I don't have any tattoos, but one day when I go to Vegas, I haven't been to Vegas yet. I'm saving that experience um, for my best friend when she, when she graduates med school. That's, that's our little deal we have. I know that's weird. But anyway, when I go to Vegas, I'm going to get a tattoo and it's going to be the balance scales. It's not going to be like a huge tattoo, you know, some, somewhere small, but it's going to be the balance scales, like the Libra balance scales. And in the middle, I want like the prayer emoji hands. And okay. um, to me, that represents like spirituality and remembering that that spirituality is a, a key component of our health and of our life. Yes. So it's like the, the center of the balance scales are the most and I love emojis. Right. So I, I, hopefully when I'm 90, I'll still love emojis because it's going to be on my body forever. Right. So the balance scales with the prayer hands at the center. And then um, I'm still trying to figure this out. But on one side of the scales, I want to have, you know, something that needs to be balanced by something else. So maybe work, play, but I think I'll make it a little more creative than that. But, but anyway, I'm a Libra. What are you? I'm a Pisces. Okay. Yeah, Does it so, suit you well? I don't, I'm not an expert at the signs, so. Well, I, I mean, I think, well, so the signs are, uh, first of all, it could be a range of things. I thought you were an Aquarius, but you are an air sign. So I felt something. And so it was, it's, People think that you have to guess the one that's right next to, but it's more about the elements more so. But 
they can be tricky. It depends on who you were raised by, where you were raised, and you know, kind of how you how you were as a child and how how you interpret yourself. But yeah, I, I think that um I'm the first day of Pisces on the cusp of Aquarius, and I believe that I'm more um, the way I socialize is very Aquarian. Um, okay. But I like to be by myself more than people really know. So it's the Pisces in me. Like I really like to be by myself and chill by myself. And um, Pisces can be needy but independent, if it makes sense. You're wow. Like, you want okay. Be, you want to be by yourself. You want to be over here, like you know, for no reason. It's it's crazy. We, we're crazy. All, all of yeah. us are crazy, though. You know what, though? I get that. Um, and so, like, the the wanting to be by yourself thing. So I think there's a lot of factors that go into that. Um, so did you grow up in a big family? I grew up in a big family. I'm the oldest of my siblings. And, uh-huh. yeah, I just, um, I, I'm always doing something and being with people um playing sports entertaining so when i get by myself i'm excited to be by myself right yeah and right so like the like you said that balance have to have mm-hmm. that balance um, um but uh one fun fact about pisces is that it's the zodiac sign that get along with the most zodiac signs oh hey so you got a lot of yeah. friends so <laughs> uh, I don't know. I've I've been redefining the term friend lately. Mm. Um, Things I'm going through in life. And I think as we, I think those are the things that evolve as we grow our spirits. And so uh, Mm -hmm. recently I I had a a really close friend, like a brother pass away or get get killed actually. And a couple of weeks before this happened to him, I was sitting with another friend of mine, a childhood friend, and he's a minister. And we were talking about whether people evolved or not. And I was really Mm -hmm. stuck on, yes, people evolve and the characteristics of people, you know, we evolve. And he was like, no, I don't think people evolve. And we went back and forth. And I I mean, I I even went to the Internet and put a evolve imaging and showed him the difference and how we evolve. And then my friend got killed. And as I was thinking about it, I was like, you know what? People don't evolve. Um, our, our physical bodies and, and inanimate objects and our, our, our material things can evolve or disintegrate, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. our spirits grow. Mm. And so, and we have to intentionally grow them or you'll be, uh, spiritual, spiritually complacent. And that can be a bad place to be. Some mm. people call it depression or uh, Mm-hmm. You know, some people call it ADD and they have all these names out there for um, sometimes I sometimes I it, I mean it's a case by case but oftentimes more than not Americans don't realize how big the world is mm-hmm. and there are some people that don't have the opportunity to be depressed so what they do is they grow their, their spirits and they overcome or push through whatever obstacle in life that they're having. And so mm. traveling the world kind of gave me a different perspective. In America, my perspective may be seen as eccentric or different, but mm-hmm. I think I think my my perspective overall, overall is grateful. That's good. That's good. Where have you traveled to that kind of brought that out of you? Um I've been to Belize. 
Uh-huh. I've been to Rio. Okay. Um, I've been to Buenos Aires, Argentina. Uh-huh. Been to, I've been to Greece, Brussels, Aruba, Puerto Rico, Mexico. Okay. I've been around. You've been around. I yeah, actually, just a little. We uh, I actually been to Kiev, Ukraine. Oh, okay, which is a different scene now. A different scene now. Uh, I'm I'm glad I was. I'm not there now. I mean, God bless mm-hmm. the people and right. You know, even but even with those things, um, I've learned that I'm not in control. Mm. All I can do is accept, pray, and let go. Because, you know, sometimes you can let you can convince yourself that things are affecting you more than they are, and mm. you get you lose yourself in your own world. So that's mm. that balance that you're probably talking about with, between work and uh, and fun. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. you feel you feel like you've done too much or you haven't done enough, but you're just being too hard on yourself. Enjoy mm-hmm. life, enjoy your experiences, and. You know, set goals, and even if you don't accomplish all your goals, if you have fun with the experience, then you've actually reached the goal of an experience, okay. and you enjoyed the life. So that's what life. Okay, is so now I have to circle back to something that you said. You believe okay. that we're not in, and I don't know the answer to that. I don't have a strong take one Me way or neither. the other. I don't know I would either. Like I would like to think we have control, right? I would, that's actually been a big thing. It's like, I, I've realized I feel this like need to control my life, right? And so, like, that's a, yeah, that's a Libra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now you know for, for sure what I am, but I'm, I, I struggle with that. That do, do we control or do we not control? And so you my control. Okay, go ahead. You conclude it. Well, my conclusion is not a very profound one. You're going to be like, my conclusion is that our human brains cannot fully grasp um, this concept and we will never ultimately be able to discover to discover the answer in this lifetime. It's like trying to teach an ant calculus. Like no matter how hard you try to teach that ant calculus, the human brain cannot comprehend this universe and some of the, some of the laws that are at play. I think we can understand a lot. I believe in a law of attraction and I think that's like a real thing. And I think there are different dimensions that, you know, we can, we can maybe progress or grow to the next one. If we're not using the word evolve, we can evolve, we can grow, we can do whatever um, to the next, to the next dimension or to the next level of understanding. But to fully get the whole thing, I think we'll just be arguing until the human species is extinct. (laughs) Well, so, so let me be clear. Okay. I do not know anything it is in my not knowingness that i accept everything that i don't know so mm. therefore i'm not in control of that and i'm so not in control i'm not sure that the ant doesn't know calculus because i look at the ant bed and the way that they build them so quickly and so mm. efficiently that just because i'm not in a I'm not an ant and I'm not in their world and I only understand them from my vantage point and my perspective, but it's the unknowing. I don't know the ants looking up saying these dumb humans. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know that. I, I'm not sure. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's yeah. Kind of like one of the things that you can understand it in the terms of science and you can understand it in the term of uh, context. 
Uh, it's just, it's, but in reality, um, and, and perception is reality. Someone um, said this to me last week as I uh, was having a, a discussion with um, a very wise man. He said, perception is reality. And as he said it, I thought about it. I said, you know what? It is. Perception is reality mm -hmm. because it's how you perceive things that will create your reality or what's real to you. Mm -hmm. However, perception is reality, but what's real to you may not be real to everyone. So mm -hmm. your perception is your reality, but mm. but truth and reality could be different. Mm. That's right. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. you know, um, so here here it is. I perceive that America is the best place to live in the world. Mm -hmm. And I can have that perception, and that can be my reality, regardless to the truth of black men being killed and black men being um, wrongfully convicted and, uh, and and children being molested and food being thrown away. Mm -hmm. I could perceive America as the best place to live in America. I mean, in the world, I'm sorry. See how, see how, see how, <laughs> you know, but I can perceive that. But the reality mm -hmm. is that it may be good for me from where I am in my world. So I'm only perceiving my world. But if I talk to a hundred more Americans, diverse to uh, uh, including everyone from every different vantage point, I'm not sure mm -hmm. that that perception would be so accepted. Mm, that's right. So a similar concept that I learned a few years back that the more I think about it, I'm like, wow, that's that's true. So the way I learned it was that we have an experience and things happen, events happen, facts happen, mm -hmm. and we assign meaning to it. So an example, someone passes you in the hall and they don't say hi to you um, and you assign the meaning, oh, they don't like me. But that's just a meaning that you've assigned. And so this world is comprised of events and things that happen and us assigning meaning and the problem becomes that sometimes we collapse the, so this is the event, this is the meaning. Sometimes we collapse the two and take them to be synonymous when they're not. And then we're building more, I guess, beliefs and we're forming more opinions based on these things that we're accepting to be true that we've just created in our head. And that's how we can go down this rabbit hole of living in this world that we've just created so much that's, that's, removed from the truth, if you want to describe it as the truth. I may have used some some wrong words in there in, in some way or form, but uh, have you ever heard anything like that? Um, not exactly like that, but I mean, it's an interesting, it's an interesting concept. But as uh -huh. you said that being a science person, all I thought about is the facts that will support some of the, the meanings that have been assigned. So mm. some things are opinion and mm -hmm, you are mm -hmm. making an, an assumption, but mm -hmm. some things are factual because of the numbers, the information behind it, mm -hmm, the past, mm -hmm. the history of it. So, yeah, I think it's a, a it's a scale. It's a range of of where, what it is, that balance that you have to find. And but ultimately, I believe that you can only be in control of your. Your, yourself, your actions, um, 
You can be grateful. You can be you can be in control of your immediate space sometimes, like what's mm-hmm. around you. But I can't control how fast the next car is driving or where it's going to park. Right. That's right. And so I well, just, how does that play into the law of attraction, though? Well, the law of attraction for me is me being my best self and controlling mm. myself. So mm-hmm. I attract people that are similar, i.e. Lindsay Day is here. Mm-hmm. Yes, the law of attraction at work, right? Yeah, Two so positive like-minded of, people. Right. And the law of attraction is um it's still people, it's it's just like any other law. There are principalities in the law of attraction that you have to be familiar with so that you can know mm-hmm. what you're attracting because it's not as simple as one, mm-hmm. two, three. There it's a right. it's a it's a life. I don't like to say lifestyle, but it's a life that you have to live to attract things that mm-hmm. are um are for you. But in the law of attraction, there's still an unknown because you have your sponsoring thought, which is your subconscious, that sometimes you in the forefront, you're thinking about what you're trying to attract, trying, meaning that it's it's a possibility that it might happen. And then in your subconscious, there's an attraction coming because you're not thinking about it. You're just attracting it. Right. I know. So I have become so fascinated by the power of the subconscious mind. And it's a, a concept that I've really gotten into more so over the last few years. But the fact that, well, the fact, I mean... Who knows if this is a fact, but what is suggested is that the subconscious mind controls like over 90% of what we're actually doing. And so I think I've shared this with John before, but there's this um, YouTube video that I came across years ago, and it supposedly teaches you how you can tap into your subconscious mind and help to create the reality that you want to achieve. Now, whether it does that or not, I can't be 100% sure, but I have done this um, technique. It's like a five-minute technique, and I've done it many times, and there have been two times in my life where I decided I'm going to do this five-minute technique every day for the next, at least the next 30 days and see what happens, and I notice or I see, I, I experience some really, really crazy things. Um, to the point where I'm like, okay, there are too many coincidences that are happening. And basically my life just really gets into a flow state when I'm, when I'm on top of it. And it goes back to like spirituality and and there's so much truth to being spiritual and feeding the spiritual side of you. Um, one thing that comes to mind is the blue zones, which are areas of the world where people live these really long, incredibly healthy lives. And they live to be over a hundred years old, still riding their bike and like, okay, well, what, what's in their juice that they're drinking? Like, why are they living so long, happy, healthy? And the researchers identified some commonalities amongst these people in the blue zones. And one of the big commonalities was they all practiced some form of spirituality. They all belong to some faith-based organization. And it didn't matter what the faith was. It's not like it was only Christians or only Muslims or only Buddhists. It was like, it didn't matter. They, they were from all different faiths. And, but the point was that all of these centenarians, they all had a spiritual side that they nourished. And that was like, so life-changing. And so eye-opening to me was, um, was the fact that, Hey, there's a spiritual side that needs, 
that needs tending to. That, that, I don't know. That's so crazy. true. So I, mm-hmm. I am most definitely very spiritual. And um, it's funny you said the subconscious. So I was telling John that it's amazing when you're sub. So I'm 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 go- dealing with cancer right now, and over the last couple of years while dealing with it, I feel like I don't, I don't even feel like I know that my subconscious mind and my my conscious mind are more aligned than ever mm-hmm. um, right now. Mm-hmm. I, I, wow. So with that, I am manifesting experiences, and um, it's just about how you you can attract exactly what you want and not realize it's what you wanted. So mm. for instance, you might say, I want a BMW. And then the opportunity mm-hmm. comes for you to get a really nice car that has everything that BMW have except the BMW name. And then mm. the universe, I don't know if the universe knows BMW more so than mm. it knows the opportunity to have exactly what you want and so mm. um when you get into the the, the superficial um attractions mm-hmm. you say, i want a good husband and you have this vision or you want i have, i want this i want i want my body to look like this and you have this vision and you even do the mm-hmm. work do all of this stuff and you you think you're on because you're so in control so you're doing all these things that seem like you're on the right track to do everything that you want to do and then mm-hmm. the universe throws you a curveball, which is not a coincidence. Mm-hmm. It's just like wake up spirit. Boop. Like, okay, you having fun, but this is to keep you in that faith based thing mm-hmm. where you cannot just if just think if we all could just come here and just say the law of attraction, I want to attract this and I want to do that. Then it wouldn't be, I mean, it would be a very boring kind of existence if we all right. We, we were all, and that's how come um, social media is weird to me sometimes because mm-hmm. you could portray to be uh, a way and uh, opposite things can be going on in life. And you can have mm-hmm. all the money in the world and still be sad and still mm-hmm. be unhappy. And you can live right. in what those people that live in the blue zones, it's their value system and it's what they value that and that faith is what they value that keeps them alive, that, that keeps them grounded to the point of not being so arrogant to have to know. Some people don't even watch the news or the weather. They can feel it. They can, they're so in tune that they can feel things coming. Till it rains going. on them. Yep. And, 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 it, and it rains. <laughs> and it rains until it on rains them. On. Yeah, until, until it rains on But here's the deal. Even when it rained on them, some people are so so at peace that, like, I n- I've never owned an umbrella. And the times that know, I... No, I, I don't know where my umbrella... I haven't had an umbrella in years, which is super ironic. I've super been ironic all over that the world. Have an I've been all over the world, travel. I don't ever have an umbrella. I've been to mm. rain places, and I've never got caught in the rain in a storm in my life and I'm not knocking on any wood because I just believe that I'm in tune and just I, it's not about watching the news it's just like I it's just I just it's not luck it's just a thing like I'm mm. I was raised in the country and um I don't remember us going anywhere with an umbrella even mm. the um the the girl on the salt the salt with the umbrella 
what is it? Uh, what is the salt? You know when you 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 know John uh, her name the the little Morton girl salt. Morton. The, Morton Morton salt. Oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. oh, that's like yeah. their little logo. Right. Yeah, they, like I look at her, I'm like, where was she going? That was what I was thinking as a kid. Like, where was she going that it was raining? What does it have to do with salt? But I, you know, like that's what I would think. <laughs> like, like, why is she walking in the rain to get some salt? Like, well, I don't get this picture. That but important. I, you need I salt. Think, yeah, but I just think that there are people, and and you got to think about the times. So we think about where we are now, but think about where we come from. And th- so mm-hmm. those people have visions for now, then, and mm-hmm. but they accepted where they were, and they just produced. And so, just produce. You may not ever see some of the things that you're attracting to you in your spirit manifest because it may manifest when your physical body is gone. That's just mm-hmm. the truth. Mm-hmm. But it will mm-hmm. manifest, and it can right, manifest. Right. For the benefit of, or to the detriment of, depending on what you're manifesting and what you're attracting to you. So you have to be open to having faith and not knowing and accept that the the ultimate truth is that we're pretty unsure about things and we just like Mm -hmm. to feel comfortable in knowing things. And when we don't know, we're kind of frightened. Right now, the world is frightened. What's going on in Ukraine and Russia has a lot of people worried and frightened and yeah. it's it's unfair it's not it's not the thing it's not it's not it's not a good thing but the other yeah. side of the other side of that is that it is the same as the hurricane mm. it's just one came one way and one came at the end of the day you can't control it right here from where we're right. sitting all we can do right. is hope for the best and do our best to be our best selves and be mindful of the words we say and put into the universe. And that's what we can do. Yes. You know, it's funny you bring that up because I just was having a conversation with my mom last night or two nights ago. She lives in Orlando. I'm here in Houston. Her and I are super close. She begs me to move back to Orlando just about every day. Um, And it gets a little bit, uh, it gets old hearing that. But so she said to me, she's like, you know, the world's getting to be a scary place. The world's getting bad. You know, you should really move home because what if what if uh, this war breaks out here and we lose contact? She goes, you should buy. Make sure you have all this water stashed up and have this and have that. And I was like, Mom, I was like, I cannot live my life in fear. I said, I cannot live my life as if it's going to as if the world is going to end tomorrow. If the world ends tomorrow, that's fine. If I move home, it's not because I fear the world is going to end tomorrow. It's because there's an opportunity for me there. It's because it's it's in my best interest. But I said, I refuse to make these big decisions out of fear. And that's basically what you're telling me to do right now. I was like, I got a few extra things of water in the fridge. I got some in the pantry. I'll be good. I got bottles of olive oil. You know how many calories is in a bottle of olive oil? It's like, if the world ends, I'm good. I'll break into ketosis. Just, you know, drink my olive oil. I'll be good. <laughs> I'll be if, good. The world, if the world ends, if the world ends, I mean, it's such a, a broad statement. If the world ends as we know it. Right, right. That's what it means. If yeah, the yeah. World, yeah. If the world ends as we know it, 
who knows if a bottle of olive oil or a bottle of water would even be a factor in anything. Probably not. That's, Probably yeah, not. Like, it's like, <laughs> I mean, but some of the, some of that stuff comes from watching movies and just being conditioned to believe and think and manipulate it. Because I won't mind what I do think it is. Uh, it, it is scary. It is easy to scare people, especially if we don't accept we're not in control. I was telling John yesterday I was having, I slept peacefully last night. Mm -hmm. Like, no yeah. dreams, no anything. And I needed that because mm -hmm. prior to the last couple of days, um, had some things happen with this job and, you know, some things that were making me a little uneasy. And so mm -hmm. in my subconscious, I was like, what's going on? What a, Am I moving in the right direction? Like, mm -hmm. am I going the right way? What, you know, am I about to have a seizure? Because I have seizures at some time. I'm like, what the hell is going on? But I was like, you know what? Parasites. See? Four agreements. I was like, parasites. Oh, my gosh. John, don't kill me. I got to get back on that. John's the one that told me about the four agreements. And I started, but I have not finished. Confession. Don't don't you worry, John. I'm going to get won't, back on I won't, it. I won't, I won't hold a test or quiz. Don't worry. I have to Thank you. See? Oh, thank you. But no, no, no. Hold me to it. Hold me to it. Don't, right, let, me, don't let me get away with it. It's a great. You'll love it. You, you'll love it. You'll love it. And you already, so far, you've loved it already. So. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And so, you know, it's just, yeah. So, so I, I just was like, you know what? Let me calm these thoughts in my head because I can't worry about what I can't control. All I right. have to do is just wake up and just keep going. And that's, that is, intentional spiritual growth to remind mm. yourself you're not in control to 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 be your best that you could be and and offer yourself to the experience by living to the fullest and accepting that you're not perfect and that you don't have to be perfect and in the blue zone i'm also sure that college degrees and some of the things that we value hold mm. no value in those zones so it's right. all the all the separation and everything and me, I am a, I'm a oxymoron as a person because I'm super intelligent, mm -hmm. but I have a hard time being domesticated in the mind, like mm -hmm. working, working jobs, believing in, like I value knowledge, not degrees. I feel like, mm -hmm. I feel like whatever. I mean, mm -hmm. it's okay because at the end of the day, People get movie roles and pretend to be reporters and they do a hell of a job. Yeah. And they're right. actors. And right. so you can act any way you like. It doesn't mean, and there are people that know how to follow directions and there are people that know how to cheat. And I could, when, I, when I'm in school, it's like, oh, you can get online, you can get this paper written and you can pay for anything you want. You know, you can make an A. And I'm like, hey. So. <laughs> Everybody want to just domesticate me and, and, and manipulate me and exploit my, my mind and my money. No, it's not that big of a deal. I actually rather bake a cake and eat and laugh and love mm -hmm. and enjoy life and not and just take my um, I told my friend my just do. Everyone has this dream. Uh, my, my sister was like, it's this six, 14 billion, 14 million dollar house got my name on it. And I'm thinking in my head, $14 million house with your name on it. I mean, it's cool to dream big, but it only cost them probably $75,000 to build that right. $14 million house. 
And right. it, it, it would never have my name on it because I don't value that kind of stuff. I, I just, mm-hmm. I love what I love. I don't pretend, but if I don't use it, then it has no value. So if I don't put, mm-hmm. if I don't put Gucci shoes on, then they just shoes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. That they become Gucci. If you put mm-hmm. them in the closet, they're just shoes. They mm-hmm. are just shoes. When you mm-hmm. wear them out, how people value things. And in America, our value system is really superficial at times. Mm. So you have to fight against trying to control things, fight against trying to um, make people proud of you. Mm-hmm. And, and so even myself, I have, but even with the podcast, I, I think about it. I'm like, you know, I would like this to be my full-time gig because mm-hmm. I enjoy it. And if it's my full-time gig, then I can uh, maintain my life. Mm-hmm. Off of it. But maintaining my life for me doesn't look like what it looks like for everyone. But when mm-hmm. I'm dreaming about it, when I'm talking about it, I'm like, Joe Rogan has the hottest podcast. So that's who I see. So that's who I'm thinking about. But do mm-hmm. I have to have Joe Rogan's money? No, but I want my I want the podcast to be produced and, and as interested and if as interesting and as pe- if people check in, then I'm mm-hmm. excited about that. Then I'll deal with what comes along with it as it comes. But mm-hmm. my value system is not that of it has to be uh, a million dollars. Uh, yes, I enjoy being uh, able to take care of my responsibilities as I've accumulated them by decision and choice. You sign the contract for the apartment. You sign the contract for the car. So you accumulate it. But even with that, I might have signed the contract, but you could burn it because mm. if it's not serving me, then I might not serve it. <laughs> that's just the Those bottom line. Spoken by a man that's uh, deep in his spirituality and spiritual wisdom just coming out of your mouth because, okay, this reminds me of something you said earlier. It, it's going to tie into this point that you're making. You said earlier, you can manifest something to your benefit or to your detriment. And that reminded me um, of something that one of my mentors taught me. And he said, he goes, if you have, he calls it the power, but if you have the ability to, you know, tap into this power of the law of attraction, let's call it. If you have that ability, because he says not everyone's thoughts have power, like you have to train your thoughts to have power. And so this is what he's telling me one day. So he's saying this and he said, you will manifest what you want but be careful what you wish for. We've all heard, be careful what you wish for, but then he gave an example. And my example that I'll give is a little different because he gave a personal example. So I'll just give a general example. So in this example, let's say you visualize, oh, I want there to be a million dollars in my bank account. Or in your case, like I want um, this podcast to make it so that I can buy a $14 million home. Okay. So if you are visualizing that and manifesting it, well, guess what? Maybe you'll get that $14 million home. Maybe you'll get this podcast that's the number one, but will it come at the expense of your health and your peace and your joy? So what you manifest, sometimes you think you're manifesting at the end of the day, what are we all after? We're all after happiness. And we think that that $14 million home is going to bring us happiness. We think that our body looking a certain way is going to bring us happiness. So we uh, go after and we try to achieve. What's that? If my body looks a certain way, I can fit my jeans. Well, hey, I mean, that's an added perk, right? <laughs> you feel a little more comfortable. And there's, I mean, right? So it's like, okay, I'm yeah. I'm just kidding because I've gained weights and I just heard that and I was, I was just, 
Well, see, there there can be some there can be some happiness that comes with you know changes in the body, but it's not the yes. end all be all. It's not like that's gonna pretty sure. Right. Yes, you can you can do that and, and you can visualize that, but you have to be careful what you're visualizing because it can really come at the expense to your ultimate joy and happiness. Yeah. Chasing that money can be super stressful. Yeah, and so. that's, that's why I'm not chasing money. I'm more so mm -hmm. just enjoying the experience. And um, the money will come. if it, it, and When it comes, I'll be here, you know, and I don't believe in coincidences. So I have a formula, um, you're, like you're, you said, your professor said, you said the ability, the power. It, it is my belief that we all are capable of pretty much the same things in different ways. And it just depends on your viewpoint and, and how you look at it. So the people that are not thinking about anything, sometimes because they are so clear-headed, everything's just, boop, boop, just roll up. Just, I mean, even like, dang, every time I look up, stuff just working out. And yeah. I'll be honest, I'm not a worrier. I may be concerned for a while. I may even mention something. But my mm -hmm. highest truth is that I'll be like, Fuck it. Mm. I, mean, I would like, That's you know, good. I don't really care. I mean, yeah. I mean, even when you doing something and you find yourself, you're like, I can't believe this happened. I can't believe, I, I, you know what? And then you sit down and you take a moment and you're like, you know what? I don't even care that that happened. I, I, I yeah. really don't. I really That's don't care. That's what just letting it go. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm just, I mean, I'm getting caught in the propaganda of being concerned about something that I'm not, if they didn't report the news all over the world, all over the world would not be worried about all over the world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it's you true. So it's, it's a way yeah. to get people to worry about stuff that they can't control. And, you know, mm -hmm. just like I say, they don't report spirituality that way. You have to go right. look deep and find that. They don't They don't report those things. You know, it's, it's the news, I call it the bad news. You know, it's not mm -hmm. like, you telling me that there are not really good things going on in the world that you can report? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. And, and that's, a, that's a big thing. And so my social media, I, I, I share the truth. Mm -hmm. I share the truth. And my truth is that there are some unfortunate things that happen. But mm -hmm. the reality is that life is good because I'm breathing and I'm alive. And I mm. get to I get to experience those unfortunate things. And when I come out of them or go through them, I'm still alive. And so I'm happy about that. Like, I just get to smile because yeah. I'm alive. Is everything uh -huh. going to be, I mean, there is, what is perfection? What is perfect? Perfect for you might not mm -hmm. be perfect. So it's all subjective to a degree. I mean, life is art and art is subjective. And if you don't like the way that I paint, or take my pictures or hang them on a the wall, then just close your eyes or look the other direction, <laughs> pay attention to your canvas. Wow, that's really powerful because, so I know you mentioned that you're going through cancer and I think I even heard you say like, sometimes you have seizures, did I hear that right? Uh -huh. and, and so those words spoken by you, someone that's going through that is really powerful because it's like, you know, you're just like, whatever happens, happens type of a thing. And like, you're not, you're not stressing like, oh, what if, uh, what if I have another seizure? Or what if this, and what if that, you're not living by all these what ifs. And that's actually super healing to the body to, to live in this 
sense of peace and the opposite living in a sense of fear brings sickness and breeds disease. So what you're doing in the mentality that you've chosen to adopt is really a healing environment for your body to like fight against whatever this is that's temporarily, um, you know, popping in on your life. That's just going to pop right out as soon as you let it know who's boss. Right. Right. And even with the sickness, um, it's something that the law of attraction, again, the subconscious mind, when I wasn't as in tune with my subconscious mind, um, I was naive. And um, mm. I was talking to my grandmother this weekend, weekend about being naive. And people that are naive will be, they will, because I'm no longer naive, or I'm not as naive as I once was. But when okay. you're naive, it's kind of like a protective spell just a little bit mm. when you're naive you go into it and you're like i'm doing this for the best you know i'm giving this my all i trust you i trust that i trust mm. this and i haven't even thought about it beyond anything i'm just mm. out here to be well what happens right? in the subconscious mind the subconscious mind is not naive the subconscious mm. mind is wise the soul is it's infinite. It has been here before. The spirit is like, okay, you only got a little while to be naive, you know, because after a while, you, you really have the instinct. You're like, you know what? I've been here before. I felt this before. So mm -hmm. that, at that point, you're no longer naive. You're not, you, mm -hmm. you have to make, a, you have to make the, the decision to be better. You have to make mm -hmm. a, to not self-destruct, to not to not tear down yourself, you have to make a decision to grow. Mm. Some people lose complacency because it's comfortable. Mm. And yeah. it's not it's not much work involved in complacency. And if your value system is also superficial, complacency can look very luxurious. Mm-hmm. That's true. Complacency, it's like a trick, you know, it's like. Like right now, I, I literally live in, I, and I, I share this because I want people to understand, like, I am the same whether I have, uh, whether I live in the high rise or when I live with my mom, I was, I'm the same person. My values, mm -hmm. is, I don't, the kind of car I drive, I have what I like, of course, mm -hmm. I have what mm -hmm. I want, but even when I think about some of the stuff I want, I'm like, but do I want everything that come with it? No, mm, that's right. Nothing's free. Nothing's free. Yeah, and uh, you know, it, I, I just think is it's, it's always something more to <laughs> to it than just what you can yeah. see. You know, if you get a really nice luxury car and they say and gas, you some people bought those luxury cars and now they have to put super unleaded in their car and it's five dollars a gallon and they work thirty miles away from home. And Ooh, they didn't. Yeah. They and some people are so controlling that when they bought the car, they calculated smart, smart asses. They say gas is two thirty right now. I'm gonna put inflation in to four dollars, and mm. you know, I go this many miles, and this is gonna be my budget. I get a raise in four years. There are people like this. I get a raise in four years, and my raise is yeah. gonna be this. Inflation is gonna be this. I bought this car so I can afford it. And then a war starts in Ukraine and Russia. Right. And Four years became six months. The raise not here. People getting laid off. Gas went up. Now you signed the contract, mm -hmm. and now you're confused. And you look good as hell driving that car. <laughs> you just like, wait a minute. I, I I thought I had it all figured out. 
And uh-huh. the subconscious like, well, no, you tried to figure it out. And the universe mm-hmm. is like, you don't have to figure it out. You just have to pivot and mm. do something different. And some people become defeated. Some people yep. become inspired. Some people, like I say, become complacent. And so for me right now, I'm in a space of I'm inspired to do less. Mm. Um, and do less by just being me. I love the podcast because I get to have these kind of conversations. I'm a conversationalist mm-hmm. and um, I have an interesting perspective. And I also have a lot of experience with um, uh, terminal illness. I have a mm-hmm. lot of experience with childhood trauma. I have a mm-hmm. lot of experience with being a black man in America. I have a lot of experience traveling the world. So I, I thought I'd take all of my experiences and share them as, as, a, as what I have developed into. But the real, the, the, the truest thing I can say is that People that's been knowing me will tell you that this has been me even when I was naive. The difference is now that I'm not naive, I'm a little bit more protective of how mm-hmm. I approach people and things because just because I'm one way doesn't mean that they're going to be that way. And I don't expect right. them to be. I don't have any expectations of people. I, right. Anything can happen. People are going to be people and I'm not in control of that. That's good. I learned so much. Like that's, that's the thing that I love about doing stuff like this is I learned so much by talking to someone that has, you know, this great alternative perspective. Like you've lived your life. I've lived mine. We've, we've seen the world through different lenses, but we have great, amazing things to share with the world. And, and the fact that you're doing something that you truly love that's how you know that that your life is in a thriving position. Because when you force yourself to do something just because it checks the box, ooh, forget it. Uh, that ain't going to last long. It's not. I'm telling you, mm-hmm. I, I did half a, a long time. I've done things. I played football. I've done things. And the moment that it becomes work, that whole mm-hmm. word work, Mm-hmm. The moment it stops being an experience and it becomes mm-hmm. it stops being an experience because some experiences involve work. So mm, when, I, right. when I was when I was a chauffeur driver at the arena theater and I drove the stars, that was work. But it was a, I had fun meeting the stars because it was an experience. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I didn't get abused by the stars. They like me. I like them. And so. I walked away from that experience with a good experience and some money. And so that was mm-hmm. cool, I, but it was a job and, and right. I was happy to do it. And so I it didn't feel any kind of way. But when football changed from um, a, a fun competitive sport where it wasn't as much money involved to something that was like, you have no choice. You have to sign over your rights to your life. I was like, uh, I don't care how good I am at this sport. I'm probably not going to make it to the NFL because mm-hmm. I just cannot. I, 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 the money don't inspire me enough to. 
I'm 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 fine. I don't need that much money. Mm-hmm. Then. It must money must not be must not be for me. But as long as I live, people don't have a problem taking their just do. Like mm-hmm. just be happy and grateful for what you have first before you manifest or manifest some uh, bills and contracts that you don't want to be involved in. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But what's that? I say that's where I'm at today, Lindsay, just with being grateful and reminding myself because it's a journey to to remind myself that anything could change and happy. Just just this past weekend, Tony Braxton, younger sister, Tracy Braxton, passed away Mm -hmm. from cancer. And um, my cousin called me because I always rooted for Tracy. And when the show first came on, they called her the wannabe. They uh-huh. they called her they called her the wannabe and it was uh-huh. crazy to me that they called her that because when I saw her I once she reminded me of my mom um a uh-huh. little bit she would say anything but uh-huh. what I admired about the reality show when it's a family reality show I'm always in I love to see family uh-huh. dynamics I love uh-huh. my family and what 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 I loved about the the as I watched over the seasons I watched all the seasons of, of the Braxtons. As I watched, I realized that Tracy actually had a relationship with everybody. And mm. she also was the only one that maintained a marriage that, from my perception, from my viewpoint, looked mm-hmm. authentic, real, and happy. And she mm-hmm. did. She, she have two records that's available everywhere that she could buy. And so I was telling John, I say, in actuality, she's the incomparable one. Because, mm. because people called her the wannabe, she's incomparable because nobody was comparing anybody to her. They was comparing everybody to Tony Braxton. When it's mm. siblings, you're comparing, you're comparing all the sisters. No one was comparing them to Tracy. But Tracy, mm. not only did she come and do everything that they wanted to do, including mm-hmm. maintain a long marriage, uh, yeah. have a son and a grandchild, and 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 watch her son get married and put out two albums and become a, be on the movies. She did all of that and right. and half of the time and and, and then left. Yeah, yeah. That's I guess it's just about what people value, right? It's about what people value, and it's about the mm-hmm. unknown. And the thing about it is that as I look at the story and I thought about John, I told John, I said, you know, I may never see we gain be. What and I accepted that when Tracy passed away, that's what it did. It was like, you know, I may never see this manifest in that dream form. It don't mean that it's not gonna happen. What I'm doing is enjoying the experience, I'm putting in the work to mm. do it, and I'm building it with no expectations, but I just expect me to show up as long as I can and be the best and do the best that I can. And that's all there you I go. have. Yep. Control what you can control. And yep. then the aspects that you can't, it's uh, that whole serenity prayer thing. Yeah. I don't, I always butcher it when I try to say it. It's on my fridge. I have it as a magnet on my fridge. Give me the, oh, the wisdom to do. Give you the wisdom to accept the things that you accept. cannot change. Yes. Yeah. 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 And the wisdom to know the difference. That's how it ends. Yeah. Like the courage, basically the courage to change what you can, what's in your power. Um, the peace to let what you can't control go and the wisdom to know the difference where to invest your energy. That's key. Yeah. And that is, that's, 
right now energy like i said between social media and technology energy is uh being drained and mm. uh, all day every day you know that's true that's true tell, tell your mom she can move to houston if she's right? so angry, if she's so worried about the world doing i mean she's lived longer she should come to houston and then she can start on her 10-year tenure so that she could be a Houstonian as well. You know, I like I like where your head's at. Her argument against that is uh, my business is mobile, which is true. I train most of my clients virtually. And she manages three Airbnb properties in Orlando. So that that idea gets shot down real quick. They have Airbnb management companies now. Uh well she she's the company I guess <laughs> no I she's guess not so, she, yeah. she manages them she manages yeah, yeah. She's, so she's there's a, always a solution a, yeah and if she's a uh, so what kind of performance did she do mm. so she actually has a DJ business too but she's she's phasing out of that and she's doing more of the Airbnb stuff but when I go home um this month or next month when I go home for Easter. She just called me like an hour ago. She's like, so I have a quinceanera that I have to do. And I really want you to come help me with it because I love, I'm not Hispanic, but I love the Latin culture. She's like, and I know, you know, all the songs, so you can help me and you can speak a little Spanish if, if you know, I need help translating. I was like, I'm there. I've got you, mom. So she still does that, but she's phasing out. She's probably like the oldest DJ in, um, in Central Florida. So cool. Yeah. Yeah, so she's funny. Yes, I love. I live for it. When's your mom's birthday? December twenty first. So what is she? Capricorn, Sagittarius, right there on the cusp. On the cusp. Yeah. Yeah. So she's a DJ. Yeah, that's that is that is fun. Yeah. 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 So your mom. So she has that business built up there. Your mom, your mom was so cool. All your friends thought your mom was the cool mom. No, she she's awesome. She's really cool. But she sing, she like performs singing, but now she has a DJ business. But um both of my parents perform and so I, you know, I grew up with them always like rehearsing. They would go out and sing at weddings together. And so I, I grew up listening to music and um I have a big love for music and dancing, and it just it puts me in my happy place. Okay, well that's cool. I Man, I'm, I'm yeah. really, any siblings? Yeah, I have an older brother um, in New York, in New York City, yeah, and then my sister's in Orlando. You did, okay. yeah, cool. yeah. That's cool. Mm -hmm. You were, you were uh, really fun. I, I learned a lot too. It was kind of cool for you to come um, just and share your perspective. But uh, yeah. Lindsay, don't worry about being in control. Just what's for you is for right. you. And there's no, I, you know, I, there, I, I said the other day, there's always a you that you can't see. Mm, that's true. That, that's why you go to therapy, right? Or that's that's why I go to therapy. <laughs> like, all right, show me what I'm not yeah. seeing. Show me my blind spots. They showing you the sign up to draft that account money. <laughs> what do they show you? They showing you how to, uh auto draft your your therapy session the money you know they don't you know therapists they 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 know how to tell you how supposedly the human mind works based on the system that we've learned about in this country but mm -hmm. therapy and other i mean there are several approaches to 
therapy. And that's how come I said it's all about what you uh I say we live in a world of make believe. If I can make you believe it, then yeah. you might believe it. There are some people and some people if you find the word to make to to uh that seems like the adjective that seems like it's what you imagine you're like mm-hmm. yeah I'm not I'm not I'm not um no I'm not I'm not controlling I'm just I'm just I'm just very decisive. That's mm. you know not, you change the word. I'm not controlling or I'm not scared. I'm just I'm just prepared. Um mm. so, you know, sometimes we we use words and it's not we just using them and it's we, not We we put the positive spin on it but we're trying to cover up what's actually going on beneath the surface. You know, I'm I'm glad you said that because there's been a concept that I've been toying with lately. And it's like, do we have the power within us to heal and to find solutions? Like, because I'm a big believer in having experts come in and help us to get to where we're trying to go faster. So therapy could be a good example. Personal training, right? If someone doesn't know the gym, they can go and figure it out on their own. And some people can be super successful with that. And, but then there are other people who it will catapult them to their goals faster if they get with a trainer or, you know, the case can be made for any profession. But at the end of the day, like when it comes to therapy and um, another example is something that's been sounding real good to me lately with school, just like draining all of my time and, and managing my business and everything I'm like, man, it would be really great to go on like this one week healing retreat where you go and they force you to meditate for a week and they force you to do nothing and shut off from the world. I'm like, yeah, I could um, dish out all my money to whatever this retreat is. Or don't I have the power and the ability to do that? Isn't that all already within me? Like, couldn't I do that on my own? I could. You can find out what you value and create your own retreat. And you can right. retreat the that's way right. you like to retreat. And so, yeah, that's the thing about it. Like I say, it's most definitely the value system. Um, and like I say, some stuff I turn around in a positive, like, for instance, like I said, I just got to let go from a job. I thought that it was, um, I thought it was a little unjust, mm. but all I can do is accept it. And mm. as I came down, I was like, you know what, that's what it is. Things work out for how I can't go back and change anything that I did. I don't regret anything that I did. I wouldn't have done it differently. So mm-hmm. I accept it. It is what it is. The positive thing is that I had the experience and I enjoyed the experience. And so I'll move on to the next thing. And yeah. it's it's okay. And sometimes you make a decision. Um, even when you're making a decision, you just don't know. Like you might stay in Houston and Sometimes you might look back and say, why did I stay there? You know, we do those things, but that's just life. Once you've done it, it's done. All you right. can do is accept that it's done and, and do better the next time or do it differently the next time and just accept that. And I think that's that's the, the lesson of the day. You don't yep. have to be in control of anything. Just accept what you can't control. Like you said, the serenity prayer and, um, and just try not to be judgmental of other people and mm. and what they're doing and don't it's not you versus them it's you versus you if you will you know mm-hmm. and your most true authentic self that's true that's good and you know someone can take your job away but they can't take away your skills and your talents especially the ones that you developed while you were there 
and you can take those and bless yourself with, with your own skills and with your own talents rather than bless that company with them, right? Yep. And that is a real good deal. So uh-huh. <laughs> I am grateful and thank you for coming to chit chat with me and you. share your story and share some of your knowledge and be vulnerable enough to tell some truths about, you know, things that you're wondering about and don't know. But just remember mm-hmm. that none of us truly know. But what we do know is that we have the opportunity to say thank you. Grow. Align. Manifest.